Hello everyone and welcome to the 13th episode of Katha Weaver. Dear listeners, do you recall the story of Garuda where Kadru, the mother of Nagas, cursed her sons to die in a snake sacrifice? Well, in today's episode you will hear the story of Maharaja Parikshit and the circumstances that led to this snake sacrifice. Parikshit, the son of Abhimanyu and grandson of Arjun, was the only successor of the Pandavas. Uttara, Abhimanyu's wife, was pregnant with Parikshit during the Kurukshetra war and he was killed in womb due to the impact of Ashwatthama's Brahmastra that was directed at him. However, Lord Krishna revived the stillborn child with his divine powers. Hence, Parikshit was also called as Vishnuratha, the one who is always protected by Lord Vishnu. Parikshit was endowed with admirable attributes and was also a supreme devotee of Sri Krishna. Parikshit was crowned the ruler of Hastinapur when the Pandavas left for Vanaprastha. Maharaja Parikshit ruled the kingdom with righteousness and fairness and his subjects lived happily under his rule. Maharaja Parikshit once witnessed a man dressed like a king brutally abusing a cow and a bull. Both animals appeared to be in fear and the bull stood on one leg. The thought of such cruelty to animals made Maharaja's heart sink and he was also outraged that someone would dare to cause such suffering in his kingdom. When Maharaja Parikshit inquired to them of their suffering, the bull said that he was dharma and the cow is bhumi. He mentioned that his four legs were nothing but the four pillars of dharma, that is tapam, austerity, shocham, that is purity, daya, mercy and satyam, truth. The bull lamented that dharma began losing each leg when yugas transcended and that Kali is currently attempting to break his only leg of truthfulness. Bhumi also mentioned that after Shri Krishna left this world, all the good that was connected to him also vanished, ushering in the age of Kali and burdening her with Kali's negative impacts. Maharaja Parikshit was so enraged that he pulled out his sword to kill Kali. Kali got scared and at once abandoned the disguise and fell at Maharaja's feet. Due to Kali's submission and the fact that it is against a king's code of honor to kill someone who has surrendered, Maharaja Parikshit asked Kali to leave his kingdom immediately. However, Kali requested Maharaja for some place in his kingdom where he could live. Maharaja Parikshit allowed Kali to live in places where prostitution, drinking, gambling and animal slaughter were practiced. Kali again requested for few more places and Maharaja granted her permission to reside where there is gold because jealousy, hostility, falsity thrive in such places. Thereafter, Maharaja Parikshit re-established the lost legs of the bull and did activities that considerably improved the condition of Bhumi. Friends, it is said that Kali entered the crown of Maharaja Parikshit as it was made of gold and this influence caused the incident which I am going to narrate now. Maharaja Parikshit once went hunting in the forest and grew very exhausted, hungry and thirsty. He came upon a hermitage while looking for water and approached Samika Rishi, who was sitting with his eyes closed. The sage was actually deep in meditation. This irritated Maharaja Parikshit as he didn't receive a warm greeting or anything to eat or drink from the sage and he felt ignored. Even though Maharaja Parikshit has never harbored resentment towards anyone, hunger and thirst caused him much agony. As he was leaving, he picked up a dead snake from the floor and placed it on the shoulder of the sage. 
When the sage's son, a powerful Brahman, learned of this, he cursed Maharaja Parikshit that a snake bird would bite him in seven days. When Samikarishi came to know of this curse, he became very upset with his son, since he felt that his son has bestowed such a terrible punishment for such a minor offence. Reminding his son of the noble status of Maharaja Parikshit, he told him that Maharaja Parikshit is a great ruler, who is also the supreme devotee of Sri Krishna and personification of God himself. Samikarishi asked the gods to pardon his son for being so immature. On his way home, Maharaja Parikshit was distressed as he knew he had committed a sinful act. He wanted to repent for his sin when he received the news of his imminent death and accepted it gracefully. He sat down on the banks of Ganga and decided to fast until death so that he can be liberated from the worldly desires and attachment. At the same time, many great sages along with their disciples arrived from different parts of the universe and joined Maharaja Parikshit. Maharaja Parikshit informed the sages of his decision and the sages gave Maharaja their approval and said that they will wait there till Maharaja Parikshit joins the Supreme Lord. Maharaja was also visited by sage Sukadev Goswami and he requested sage Sukadev to narrate the transcendental glorious pastimes of Lord Krishna as he knew that whoever listens to it will be liberated from the cycle of birth and death. In the meantime, Naga King Takshak was on his way to kill Maharaja Parikshit. Takshak was aware that the king was surrounded by powerful sages who might act as hindrances, so he decided to trick them. He asked his tribe to disguise themselves as Brahmins and approach Maharaja Parikshit with fruits, fruits and leaves. The tribe then abiding the instructions of Takshak approached Maharaja Parikshit with a fruit. Takshak was hidden in the fruit in the form of worm. Maharaja Parikshit was aware that his end has come. He smiled and took the fruit from the Brahmin. Takshak then transformed himself into his original form, wrapped himself around the king and killed him. When Janamejay, the son of Maharaja Parikshit, eventually came to know about his father's death at the hands of Takshak, he became furious and he ordered the Brahmins to conduct a sacrifice and burn all the snakes in that fire. When Takshak came to know that even the powerful serpents were getting burnt in the sacrificial fire, he got terrified and approached his friend Indra for protection. Maharaja Janamejai wondered why Takshak couldn't be brought to the fire and the Brahmins informed him that Lord Indra was protecting him. Maharaja Janamejai then told the Brahmins to invoke chance to bring Takshak as well as his protector to the sacrificial fire. When the Brahmana started chanting, Lord Indra and Takshak started falling from the sky. Brihaspati, the son of Angira Muni, saw Indra falling and approached King Janamejai. Brihaspati told him, O Maharaja, it wouldn't be fitting that the king of snakes Takshak dies at your hand as he has drank the nectar of immortality and immune to death. Life, death and a personal journey to the next life were all caused by one's own activity. Hence, no other person is responsible for creating one's happiness or pain other than the person himself. Therefore, O Maharaja, please stop the sacrifice and the killing of innocent snakes. Maharaja Janamejai honored the wisdom of the sage and stopped the sacrifice immediately. Friends, do you know that Takshik had been planning revenge on the Kuru king since quite some time? Well, it's a 
story in itself and I will share it in one of the upcoming episodes. However, I will just tell you a brief about it. Lord Krishna and Arjun had once burned the entire forest of Kandava where Takshak and his Naga tribe used to reside. Takshak's wife as well as most of the inhabitants of the forest perished in that fire. And this has been the root cause of enmity between Takshak and the Kuru kings. Hope you enjoyed today's episode friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please do connect with us at vachak at kathaviva.com. Bye.